This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please give us a call. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. You can also submit a question to our show. We're happy to respond on air or we will actually respond back to you uh, individually. Um, You can send that to our website. Go to our website at chancefinancialgroup.com. Click the contact tab and send us an email via our website. Also, if you have any uh, any friends, family, relatives that uh, are not in our listing area and you'd like for them to enjoy the show as well, uh, they can also go to iTunes and download our podcast or they can go to our, our podcast site at navigatingretirementradio.com. Joining us this morning, I'm actually out of superlatives. It's Tony. Hey, Tony, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Not even an attempt for a superlative. You know, to, you know, I'm just, you know, I, you know, unfortunately, see, and and for those who who are listening. See, Tony, Tony is my co-host, but Tony is not an advisor. Tony does, you know, Tony does radio. That's what he does. Yeah. So, like, Tony can't give me a superlative because regulators are like, no, 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 you can't do that. But, see, I can give him one. So, I guess that's what we try to do is I try to, you know, get all the superlatives out and go ahead and use them and throw them on, on him. That way it's not on me. And that way regulators are like, okay, thumbs up. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, I can say you're a wonderful person as a friend, but I can't give you a business endorsement on the air. Oh yeah, uh, we yeah. have to stick with the the regulators. Tell us uh, some of what we can and can't say. So it's like the seven deadly. It's like the seven words you can't say from George Carlin. There's like oh, the, the there's yeah. like the words you can't say. For yeah, the advisors. seven words you can't say on television, <laughs> or, or or the million uh, or the one trillion words that you can't say uh, based on uh, Finra compliance for financial yes, advice. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. We we have yeah. to make sure that we are on the right side of that tap dance. Yeah, Finra, the uh, financial advisors compliance, the words they can't say on radio and television is a lot longer than comedian George Carlin's seven words. Yeah, but 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 they uh, they attract or, or elicit the same response just depending on who the audience is. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, hey, speaking of that, I know you give us uh, uh, financial advice each show and edu- I'd like to educate our listeners out there. Um, what are we talking about today? What do you have for us? Well, Tony, uh, as you may have guessed... I am a numbers person. Would you yep. say that? Would you say that's accurate? I would say that's very accurate, and that's good because personally, I was told there would be no math, and that's where you come in. That's why. So, that's why I rely on you. So, so being a numbers person, uh, 
I heard uh, and I, I mentioned this last show and I've heard that I've, I've now heard this number come up several times in radio interviews. And, and I I just I could not I could not wrap my head around this because I'm like these people uh, where where are they getting this number from? So I figured today's show we would just do retirement by the numbers. I mean that's that's ah. that's easy, you know, easy 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 peasy. So retirement by the numbers. I, yeah, I love that. The number the number that kept popping up uh, was there was a survey that was done, uh, and and the baby boomers and retirees that were surveyed, uh, the majority of them said that you need $1.7 million to retire comfortably. Tony, I cannot, I cannot for the life of me understand where they got that number. Let me, let me tell you why. Where did it say, who said that? It was on Fox business. Charles Payne's talked about it several times. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and it just, it keeps popping up, but it's not him. I've heard other, other hosts on other shows mention it now. Uh, because obviously it's got a lot of shock value. It's got a lot of, you know, that oomph, like, oh my goodness, really? I think that's just to scare people into oh, thinking they have to save for retirement or do Ab- something. Well, right? no, it's, it's, it's what they, what they tried to say was, or, or, or tried to infer, I believe was it's the only way to have peace of mind in retirement. And my, my comment to you as listeners and my comment to you, Tony, is if you think that, if you think that having $1.7 million is going to make you feel that much more warm and fuzzy in retirement, I've got some bad news for you. That's probably not going to be the case because we always want more. We always, as a society, we want more, right? But but $1.7 million is ludicrous because, you know, that's one of the, that's one of the biggest numbers that we see is, you know the size of a retirement, so it's 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 a uh, it's size envy uh, for money. It, it's uh, the size of a retirement account usually is going to dictate you know whether a retiree feels comfortable enough planning or retiring. But the funny thing is, I've talked to clients that have you know fifty thousand, five hundred thousand, five million dollars. And they are all still just as worried. In most cases, you, oh, yeah. you know, there are some. Now, obviously, there are some people that they just don't worry about money, and that's okay. That's that's good. I'm glad they're I'm glad they're they're they have that peace of mind. But there are most people. They're always going to worry about money, whether they have fifty thousand, five hundred thousand, five million doesn't matter. They're always going to worry about money. So, the one thing I would say is that's probably the one number that is important but it's not the number you should focus on it's not the number you should focus on okay uh what you should be focusing on is is what is it going to take for you to live comfortably right i had a everybody's situation is different correct big point here right i mean correct i mean you can't just pick a number and uh, that's crazy when an article or the news says Here's how much you're going to need to retire. They're like, you know, somebody did a survey of a thousand people and took the average and said, this is about what the average of about what this person needs to retire. And what's funny about that, Travis, is um, the average person. Have you ever met the average person? I haven't. I'm not Uh, the average person. You're not the average person. We're all different, right? Well, and and Tony, you just hit the nail on the head. Um, I actually had a, a client 
And he said that one of the things that has really given him peace of mind is it's it's actually made him be more accountable and and really take take a look at their finances. And that's really, Tony, the number that most people need to be focusing on is or one of the numbers versus how much is in your retirement account. You need to focus on how much are you spending? Because if, you know, if if you're spending something in the neighborhood of, you know, uh, 15, 20 percent of your portfolio per year, guess what? You're going to be broke well before you run out of breath or, or your money's going to run out of breath long before you do. But if your spending is something that you can control, then obviously that's going to make it much, much more enjoyable in retirement. And what what I'm talking about is. You've heard me mention it on the show many times. Instead of the number of how much is in your bucket, it needs to be how much is, what is your distribution rate, right? That's the number that needs to take precedent over what is the balance of your retirement account, in my opinion. Reason being is if you remember, the distribution rate really, in my opinion, is what means whether you're going to be successful or not. Why is that? Well, same thing I just said. You know, if you're 65 years old and, you know, you take an account of all of your income sources, pension, Social Security, et cetera, and let's say you're spending at 65, 3, 4 percent of your income or 4 percent of your assets per year to supplement the difference. Well, if you have an income plan that is actually designed properly, 4% is probably going to be, it could be attainable very, very easily. If it's 3%, then then it's even better. But once you get up about 5, 6, 7%, that could get very, very dicey very quickly in the event of a, of a bull or a bear market versus a bull market. Because when markets are going up, we don't really we're not really that concerned as as consumers. But whenever markets go down, uh, sometimes we we neglect the impact of what happens when you start digging with two shovels. Because if you're taking out a large amount of income and the portfolio goes down, obviously that distribution rate is going to continue to rise just by a factor of you know there being less money in the account. So uh, it's it's going to take much much more uh, much more return just to get you back. To even so, you know it. It's really one of those things. Don't focus on the size of your account. Focus on your distribution rate. And when we come back, what I'm also going to talk about is there's also a couple of other numbers that are very important, uh, and one that you should actually probably not pay as much attention to. But we're human. That's our human nature, and we're going to talk about it when we get back. But folks. If you have a problem, if you have a question, if you have a comment, a concern, give us a call, 877-269-0839. I will say this, you know, you think about it, Tony, a dream only becomes a goal when you write it down and you start and you start the process. A goal can be a plan very quickly, provided you take that next step. But a lot of times uh, in life, our dreams may even may not ever even become a goal because we choose not to write them down. But, you know, if that's where you are in the process and you're ready to turn your goals into a plan, give us a call 877-269-0839. And we'll be right back with Navigating Your Retirement after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66 or 70. 
But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call CFG Wealth Management at 877-269-0839 or visit navigatingretirementradio.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan, is Travis Chance. And Travis, uh, today we're talking about, uh, you know, just people don't understand retirement by the numbers is the name of the show, but a lot of people think that there is a magic number out there that they need to retire, uh, but that's not true. Everybody's situation is different. And like you said at the end of the last segment, maybe it's not as much about how much you have, uh, but about how much you get each month and the distribution and timing of it all. Explain what you mean by that. Well, Tony, you think about it, uh, it's, and you, you've heard me mention this gentleman many times on the radio show, Tom Hegna. Uh, he puts it best. You know, you need to decide how much you're going to need for your paycheck and how much you're going to need for your playcheck. And that comes down to distribution rate. That's a distribution question. How much income are you able to produce safely from your portfolio? And that's what we were talking about in the in the previous segment. You know, most people focus on you know, these surveys and these things that say, you know, and, and that's not the first time I've heard this. I heard the, I heard this actually three or four years ago for the first time. Uh, someone someone came in our office and, and they were just, you know, literally beside themselves because they were like, I, I've I'm, you know, my neighbor told me I've got to have two million dollars to retire comfortably. And I'm like, in what warped reality do you need two million dollars to retire comfortably? You know, your your Social Security is, you know, between the two spouses was, you know, three, I think three thousand for the husband and it was almost twenty eight hundred for the wife. They were they both had great jobs, had had done really well. So that's almost fifty eight hundred dollars from when they were going to turn their Social Security on right there. They only needed ten thousand a month. That's that's only a difference of a little less than four thousand dollars a month, Tony. They didn't need $2 million, but it was literally about to drive this young lady crazy because she was just convinced that she was going to be destitute with a million, I think it was a million three. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, please stop listening to the Joneses. You can you can want to aspire to something greater, but when you start benchmarking your success off someone else's success, that's where you're probably never going to be happy. You know, if you look at Facebook, every family's happy. No one has any problems. Everyone's always on vacation and everyone's always shopping. Well, <laughs> there's only, you know what I mean? There's only so many hours in a day. Yeah, Come on, yeah. give me a, give me a break. Yep. But, That's a good point. You know, one of the other things that uh, that that also I believe is focused on way too heavily in retirement is return on investment. Now, am I saying I don't want you to have return in in retirement? No, I'm not. But what I am saying is you have to think about it in real terms. Case in point. If obviously it makes sense, as you go up the risk spectrum, meaning as you take more risk in your portfolio, you expect to be compensated with the potential for higher returns. Tony, is that a fair statement? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so as as you age and get close to retirement, 
what is the common mantra around most retirement articles, most retirement experts, et cetera, what do they say you need to do? You need to start taking some money off the table, putting it in bonds, putting it in cash, putting it in other assets, because why? Because you're going to need that money in the near future. You don't want to risk it, right? Because you may not have time for it to recover before you need to spend it, all right? So if you're taking money off the table and you're taking risk off the table, don't you think that your returns may suffer? We've talked about this before. You know, if you look at rolling 20 year periods, the 20 year period between 79 and 99 was double digits. It was 15 to 17%. I can't remember the exact number. I don't have it in front of me, but it's 15 to 17%. But then if you went from 2000 until 2019, we were averaging less than six. That's if that's a hundred percent equity portfolio for the S and P five hundred. So if you're only taking sixty percent market risk, do you think you're going to earn ten? No. So don't freak out and think that you have to you have to earn every dollar on the table. You don't. You need to do your planning because let me give you another number that you do need to focus on. True or false, Tony? In our past shows, would you say taxes have been on the top of my list? I don't know the top, but we've talked about them. It would be probably top two, yeah. top three topics, right? right? Yeah, we talk, taxes, they come up every show, let's put it that correct. way. Correct. Yeah. No matter, no matter what kind of risk you're taking in your portfolio, guess what you have to account for. So why are we why are we kicking the can down the curb or down the road and not addressing our tax issue in going into retirement? Because many people are going to retire with only one kind of money. It's going to be pre-tax. That's their 401k, their 403b, their IRA. It's going to be pretty much across the board. Why have you not why have you not started to transition over to Roth? Most people told me the reason that that I get more more often than not, well, it's because my accountant told me that that's what I needed to do. I needed to defer more and I needed to put more in, in IRA. Well, you know, the reason that that mantra got started was when we were in the late 70s, early 80s, the top tax rate was 70% and then it went down from there, right? So when people were, were putting money away, there was a greater chance if you deferred money in the 80s that you would be in a lower tax bracket in retirement than you are when you're working, right? But here's the problem. We are not in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s anymore. We've got twenty. We've got $22 trillion in debt. We've got a trillion dollar deficit. And do you mean to tell me that you think taxes are going to go down in the yeah, future? No way. No. Yeah. Do you think taxes are going to stay the same in the future? No, no. way. They're gonna they're gonna go up, and we know they're gonna go up in twenty twenty five. When we the, know we know that they're set to expire, yeah. if nothing else, in twenty twenty five. January first, twenty twenty six. By default, they're going back to seventeen rates. Yep. So so here's a question. You know. As you plan, as you determine what what your income sources are going to be, why would it not make more sense to to start that conversation and say, okay, how do we reduce our taxes? Do we defer taking Social Security another year or two past what maybe you thought you were going to take it? Maybe instead of you, you know, walking out because you got Medicare at 65 and taking Social Security, what would happen if you just supplemented that from your IRA for the first year? 
and waited on Social Security. Would that be the end of the world? Probably not. You know why? Because Social Security is not taxed as aggressively as ordinary income as your IRA is. It's taxed at provisional rates, not marginal rates. There are so many ways that you can help put your your retirement plan in a better tax position. It's really it's really mind boggling. But for the most part, most people they don't they don't really pay attention to it because taxes are something we just assume we have to pay and that that's just always going to be the way it is. Folks, that's not the way it is. Tony, you know from talking to me and from talking to other advisors, that's not the way it is. You don't have to have that be your outcome. But I I regrettably say in a lot of cases, Tony, that's probably going to be the case. They're not going to address their tax Mm -hmm. issue. They're going to focus on their return on investment. They're going to focus on having that big lump sum. But even if you had, let me, let me give you one. So let's say you had $1.7 million. Okay. And you, and you thought life was just grand. (laughs) Well, what happens when taxes double? How much of that 1.7 does the IRS now control? Because if you have all that in an IRA, Tony, guess who is always your partner? Yeah, Uncle Sam. And, and he wants his 30%. He wants his 30%. And guess who can see? So yeah, so if you cashed all of that out at one time, guess what? He's happy. If you take, you know, $50,000, $60,000 chunks a year, guess what? He's happy. And because why? Because guess what? Uncle Sam can increase your taxes. He could change the rules of the game and go from, you know, three three strikes and four balls to four strikes and five balls in the middle of the inning at the middle of the at bat. I mean, <laughs> that's that's not that's not unreasonable. You know, taxes right now, and I and I hate to say this, and I'm just gonna be honest. I really, I'm, I am, I'm glad from a planning perspective, Tony, that that our clients are able to have this, what I call a tax hiatus, because obviously, you know, I'm happy that that uh, the the current administration lowered the taxes, but I will say this, Tony, they shouldn't have done it. They they should not have done the tax cuts the way they did them, because all we're doing is we're kicking the can down the curb. Or down down the road. It's it, it was it was a great idea. I am I am happy that it gives us an opportunity today to do some really uh, in, in in inventive and uh, innovative planning. But at the same time, we're borrowing from our children's future, and that's something I just you know. I, there's no more fiscal conservative. Uh, you know, you basically whether it's the, if the Democrats control the administration, you know, the Republicans say they spend too much. If the Republicans control the administration, the Democrats say they spend too much because at the end of the day, they're both spending with both hands, right? They're they're spending just as fast as they can, and we're robbing from our future generations. So if you don't think that taxes are going to go up in the future, I would really like for you to send me an email and make the case for them going down or staying the same in the future for more than ten years. I mean, a great point. And I think uh, this is really important for people to understand. So really where all this leads for us and for the listeners out there is that you need a plan in place that's going to address all this. And Travis, that's what you're offering. In fact, uh, you'll sit down and meet with them with no cost and no obligation. Uh, You're offering that to our listeners. How do they set that up? Absolutely. Tony, if, if any of our listeners, if you believe what I just said, and you think that this is something that is entirely possible and you don't have a plan, then you need one. And you need at least a second opinion from someone who's really just going to shoot you straight. 
and give us a call 877-269-0839 that's 877-269-0839 or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com we will be happy to sit down with you one hour no no cost complimentary consultation and and have a conversation on where you're going with your portfolio and what can you do to improve your situation all right. Well, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.